Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a, po- a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. It's been a thousand years. I'm another one of your big boys, John George. It's It's been so long, John. I, I haven't spoken a word since our last episode. It's, I, I gotta, it's hard to talk. I gotta get the cobwebs out. <laughs> it's really hard to talk. It's... Uh, I don't know if you know this, baby, but I, uh, I'm i a wizard now as well. Oh, you've aged into a wizard. Yes, I, yes. I've aged into a wizard. My hair is down to my ankles as yes. well. Well, so. While I've been gone, um, I've I've just gotten old, unfortunately. I've, no wizard. <laughs> See, actually, the rule is if uh, you're still a virgin when you turn 30, you do become a wizard. So I assume that's what happened with you, John. No. <laughs> I mean, you can hide. I know you technically told me when we met you were younger than me. Um, <laughs> I've never heard. I've never heard of that. Never heard of that rule. Oh, wizards actually, age so. backwards. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I thought that was only be- so. Benjamin Button's a wizard. Dang, I yeah. didn't know that was like a Harry. That's basically a Harry Potter movie. Then, yeah, kind sort of a secret Harry Potter damn. movie. Kind of um, interesting to watch that movie again. Do we? Yeah. Should we have any explanation as to why we left, or should we just like? come back in and just be like we should yeah, we back. should because this is a big episode because um i mean we left because we were busy i don't know if that's really like it, that's <laughs> that's really it yeah exciting answer it literally i edited the mortal Kombat episode today and posted it even though we recorded it two months ago um and in that in that episode we even alluded to being busy so yeah um <laughs> yeah we we're busy we're both very busy yeah i, I and I swear, I'm like I am just the one-man content team for the Boston Uprising. So I am very busy. Yeah, I'm and constantly doing things. I'm I'm not a one-man team for my company, but we've been we've had some pretty brutal stuff. Yeah. We're both working professionals, and uh, we got busy, and movies were kind of slowing down because guess what? The theaters are back. The movies are back. COVID's over. Bro, mm-hmm. Joe Biden said COVID's over. You can and go Joe to the Rogan. movies again. And Joe Rogan said it, probably more than Joe Biden. Um, Joe Rogan said, as long as I do my push-ups, I'm invincible and can't die. So I went and saw F9 in theaters. <laughs> and I did a lot of push-ups right before. And right after, too, just to make sure if the COVID did get in me, I would sort of expel it with my physical fitness. I mean, and I also wanted to do push-ups after watching the movie. I mean, I wanted to get jacked like Vin Diesel. Yeah, this is um, one of those movies where you come out and you're like, I want to be as strong as possible. But what you don't realize is that what makes you strong isn't your big muscles or your refusal to get a COVID vaccine. What makes you strong is family. I I was enjoying those memes for a week. And then someone brought up the theory that it was like a meme. It was a marketing strategy. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, is that true? Does that happen? Do memes get planted by by marketers it's it's tough because this movie is probably like the most self-aware of any fast and furious like they are leaning heavily into the the tropes that have sort of naturally occurred through some of the older movies and so i wouldn't be surprised if they're like okay everyone makes the family joke like let's just push it to the mainstream now and and get the memes out there i hope that's not it but you never know very true um 
they're good memes. They're they're good memes. Yeah, um, you know what? Even if they were manufactured, <laughs> I think they did a good job. I had fun. Yeah, yeah, those were some good marketers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess before we get into F nine, we have like a whole list of movies we saw as well. Oh my god, yeah, which is fun because we haven't done this podcast in two months. And honestly, I'm still disappointed in the amount of movies I have to talk about because it has been two months. I only have like five movies I've seen since then. Yeah, Except- I have uh, quite a few. If we're talking since Mortal Kombat, man, I actually got a lot. I probably won't talk about all of them. I'll just pick some highlights um, and a yeah. few of them I can condense. But I've been I've been on a little a bit shared. of a... We have yeah. a few shared ones too. So I've been on a little bit of a movie tear recently, so... Uh, I'm excited to finally get them all out of me. Do it. You 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 do it first, then. All right. Um, I guess what I'll cover first. This was a movie that we might have done an episode on if we weren't super busy. I watched Army of the Dead, uh, Zack Snyder's Netflix film. Uh, it was very average. Uh, there were some fun moments, but I honestly don't remember anything about it, other than like it felt like Zack Snyder was having fun again. So I'll give him that. That's at least nice. Yeah. When's the last time he even had fun? When's the last time he smiled? Yeah, I don't know. Smile more, Zack Snyder. Come on. <laughs> You're so pretty when you smile, Zack. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen, I didn't see this movie. We were, this was like the next movie up for big yes. boy movies. I so. watched this on my birthday because it came out the day before. We We should talk about a shared one after that. This is like, debate if you want to call us a movie but inside bo burnham's inside i think we both agree is a masterpiece oh yeah i think i i I, right after this i was like yes it's i think it's a movie Uh, like more of a movie than any of his other stand-ups for sure Mm -hmm. and and he's even releasing it in theaters for a day and maybe another day according to his reply to the tweet i think he said that it was selling out very fast though he was going to consider doing it again Mm mm-hmm um, so that's super interesting, but yeah, I agree. It's a masterpiece. I have still only seen it once. I was considering going to the theater to see it again, um, but I definitely want to watch it again. I have listened to the album so many times on my phone. Like I just, oh, yeah. I love, I love Bo Burnham in general. Um, and my friend Tom looks like Bo Burnham, and he's in the ch- in the chat saying "Inside" is so good. Um, so I basically know Bo Burnham. So of course, yeah. I'm a bit biased. I never really thought about Tom as looking like Bo Burnham. I guess I can kind of see it. He looked more like him when we were in high school, and he had like the same haircut as Bo Burnham did back when we were in high school. Like I now see. they, yeah, like Bo Burnham used to have more of like a bowl cut, and same with Tom. So they yeah. both like they both looked pretty similar. Yeah, it's I, I had a coworker who described it as almost like an art house film, which I think is probably the best way to describe it. Um, it's like I, I think my one criticism is that like the first half feels very much like a Bo Burnham comedy album. And then the second half gets very existential. So there is a little bit of emotional whiplash in there, but uh, everything's so good. My Spotify year in review is going to be so fucked just oh, because yeah. I've been listening to this album on loop. It's so good. I whatever comedy albums come out that I listen to, it fucks my year in review. Like yeah. I like it is just that because it, not only do I like those songs, but like comedy songs are so short and they're like, I just repeat. They're so easily repeatable. I feel mm-hmm. like so I listen to them most. I'll say that. And like, since I started working out, I have like a workout playlist. And so it's just going to be like Bo Burnham and then like whatever hard rock I've like saved <laughs> in my workout playlist. 
Nice. Gotta go yeah. with the hard rock, dude. Uh, Mark asked if he was doing that for Oscar potential. I thought so, but then I thought mm. I remembered like that. It has to be has... in theaters for yeah. two weeks. It has to be in theaters for two weeks, and it's only for one day. So, Also, I'm pretty sure they... I don't know if they waived it again for this next Oscars, um, but for the last Oscars, that wasn't a requirement because theaters were like not a thing. I imagine so. they'll wave it again. I imagine they'll wave it again just because of like the movies at the beginning of the year that couldn't be released in theaters, maybe. But I'm not sure. We'll see. Yeah. What were your favorite songs? Maybe. Um, f- my favorite song on the whole album is "All Eyes on Me." The the one towards the end where he's yeah, just yeah. like on the blues. That one's really incredible. I think. My favorite, like, funny song, though, because that's just, like, a legit good song, All Eyes on Me. It's not very funny. Yeah. Um, my favorite, like, comedy song is Comedy, the song Comedy. Same. Uh, I think that's so good. Yeah, that's my favorite song in general is, mm-hmm. the, is Comedy, which is the first song. Um, that's the one I've listened to the most. Yeah. But I think, it, like, with the visuals, White Woman's Instagram is one of my favorites. Like, I wa- when I watched it, I watched that part over again because I was like, God damn, like, this is so well shot and yeah. well colored and like it looks so good i mean i i would love to, to do a full episode on that one if we were recording when they came out but yeah i mean there's a chance we could always do it maybe if he does do another theater run and we're actually able to see it we can squeeze in an episode yeah that'd be cool um what's next for you baby uh next up i will go with a series of movies uh Kristen, who has been on the podcast before has never seen the star wars prequels and she was very adamant she wanted to watch them because Ewan McGregor is very hot and she wanted to see him be hot in a movie. So we, uh, over the course of a few weeks, uh, me and Kristen and our friend Haley all sat down and watched all three of them. And I'll tell you what, those movies are bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't, under, like, I get it. Like, I get, because I was like, what? I went saw Revenge of the Sith for, I think, like, my... 10th birthday um because that was 2005 uh and i get it i was a kid when those movies came out i was all about them i loved how all the lightsabers were waved around and how things were big and explodey um phantom menace is worse than i remembered it's so disjointed the editing is really bad um there's like this like paper thin plot Attack of the Clones is like borderline unwatchable unless you're watching it with other people that you can like make fun of it with. Mm. And uh, Revenge of the Sith is just average. Um, I remember the General Grievous fight being cooler than it was. General Grievous has his lightsabers for maybe a minute before Obi-Wan chops all of his hands off and he can't use them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't... These were the first Star Star Wars movies I watched. Imagine that being your introduction into the Star Wars universe. I mean, for a lot of kids, like our age, it totally was because it was... The first one came out in like 99, so... I remember Mm -hmm. liking three, but not... I hated one and two. I barely remember two at all. Like, I just don't remember it. Three is, like, better in some regards. Like, the movie is both better and worse than I remembered, where there's some aspects where I'm like, okay, this is, like, a good movie, um, or this is, like, a good decision. Like, the acting is improved. Some of the writing is improved. Um, but overall, like, the point of that movie is to set up Darth Vader, like, one of the greatest movie villains of all time. Yeah. And I just don't buy Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Like, no matter what happens, he's just, like, too much of a pretty boy. Yeah, third third is good. Ooh, third, three is your favorite Star Wars movie overall time, eh? Wow. 
That's crazy. Isn't Charlie's also three or something? Yeah, a, a lot of people's favorite is three. Yeah. Like, that's fine if if you're really into the prequels. Like, Tom is right. It's so quotable. Like, there's so many meme moments. Like, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> that's such a terrible line um, delivered at the worst time. But, like, yeah, it's funny when you hear it. Yeah, so that was that was my Star Wars prequel revisit. I've done that again, so I can reaffirm that those are bad movies and you're dumb if you like them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hard stance. Should I list some movies I've watched? Yeah, let's let's go through a few John George movies. All right, I watched Scarface for the first time, which, yeah, I thought was pretty... I think I rated a four at first, but I've dropped it since to a three and a half. Mm-hmm. And I don't have much to say about it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Al Pacino's good in it. Uh, I don't know. It's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> it's Did, fine. That's really fun. That is the movie that's like the default dorm room poster, right? Do you think it lived yeah. up to that sort of vibe? Yeah, it definitely lived up to that sort of vibe. Okay. To me. I don't know. It's, yeah, maybe it's like more. I can't even say it's like a mob movie that like is more digestible. Like, I feel like it's as digestible as the other, as like Goodfellas or like Godfather or any of these other ones. Yeah, I, I don't know why people sort of like this. This one just seems like not as good and more jumbled. And like there are moments I think were good. I think the ending's really good, mm-hmm. but like I think it just fumbles a lot of the middle. So, John, did you did you see the scene where he said say hello to my little friend? Yeah, that's at the end. Ah, it's, okay, that was the is, part you liked. Yeah, that is the part I liked, and I quoted <laughs> it for for a while. Um, oh, after sweet, it, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Um, you just next week you see a poster in the background for Scarface. <laughs> you replace your like handmaiden poster <laughs> with a Scarface poster. Imagine that. <laughs> that would be awesome. And then the La La Land gets replaced with like a Pulp Fiction poster. Yeah, <laughs> I just completely change back. To I a think college, like college boy. Yeah, every week you should change those posters out for like a different college dorm. So like one week you have like Fight Club up there. <laughs> yeah you know fight club the dark knight just like all the classics absolutely yeah know. yeah uh what else did i watch i watched um in the heights this was the first movie oh, yeah. i saw in theaters again okay i watched that Which on hbo max well. yeah i saw that so we had different experiences of course um of course being that the only difference is i saw it on big screen there's literally no one else in the theater but me so mm-hmm. uh but i enjoyed it i had fun i uh, i'm a sucker for musicals though so yeah I, they just automatically get higher ratings from me because I just, I just enjoy myself during musicals. Usually, I think there mm-hmm. were some songs that fell flat for me, and I'm willing to admit that maybe it's it's not like a La La Land caliber musical, but still enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Mark says he was disappointed by it. I don't know if I can say I was disappointed because I didn't like expect the world going in. Uh, I thought it felt a little bit long. Uh, I mean. I feel like maybe there is some stuff they could have cut and it is very much like one of those sort of things happen kind of musicals. Like it's not a musical that's telling like a really specific narrative. It's just like, this is the block and here's a few different people's lives and, and how they're changing. Um, I thought it was weird. The one girl who went to Stanford and she was, she didn't want to go back to Stanford because people were being racist, which is like, I get that. Um, but I was like, Columbia is right there. You can go to Columbia, you know? <laughs> True. Uh, but no, she goes back to Stanford at the end. 
I guess spoilers. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Who cares? Because she, she's like, I'm going to lawyer the shit out of Washington Heights, but I got to go back to Stanford. And I was like, all right, I guess that's one way to conclude her, her story. <laughs> go back to go back. I'm, to I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do the thing I said I didn't want to do. I, I don't know. There were points in the movie where I was like, yeah, this isn't as good. But I think like the reason I gave it four in the end was the ending. I was a sucker mm-hmm. for the ending. <laughs> like yeah. I, the ending made me smile. The other thing I want to say about In the Heights, and maybe we should have had a full episode on this, but there's a scene where him and the the lady, all, uh, other thing I want to say, this lady, <laughs> I think she's had like a lot of plastic surgery done. I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with that. Like obviously do whatever you want with your body, but her face as a result is like not very expressive. And so when she's singing her songs, it like almost feels like she's not, like I believe it's her voice, but it, it looks you, like it's you watch a musical you expect like big expressions and movements and she seems like very tight in her face yeah um but that's leading up to the other thing i want to say which is they have the scene where they go to the nightclub and immediately she's like oh i'm gonna go dance and the main guy's like okay go dance and so she's dancing with a bunch of dudes the main guy's after he said it was okay is like wait what the fuck why she's dancing with other dudes? <laughs> and so he starts dancing with other girls and then they start like yelling at each other, like, "Why are you dancing with all this?" Like, this is such a non-issue. It's a classic. That's it's too realistic, baby. This happens too often. I don't know. So many like, non-issues. Neither of us are like nightclub party dudes, so we can't speak to this this relatable problem. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just like talk to each other, like get a drink, and then find her on the floor, and then be like. I, I this is my date. I would like to dance with her now, please. <laughs> I was getting us drinks. She left for some reason, and now I'm coming. I, I agree. That is weird. <laughs> that, that whole fight was weird, and it legit the scene ends with them like piss at each other. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Why are we dancing with other people?" It's like, "Cause you said I could," and then you started dancing. Anyway, <laughs> that was our mini episode for In the Heights. Yeah, very good mini episode. I'm sure everyone loved it. We could also have a mini episode for this next movie. I saw Luca because you saw it as well. I also saw Luca. We can talk about Luca, which uh, I thought. I mean, I feel like there's two trains I've seen on this movie. One, it's boring, or two, it's exactly um, what I wanted. What I wanted for Pixar right now, which is something that was boring. Uh, yeah. and that's me. <laughs> I, I liked <laughs> I liked it a lot as someone who like who was who felt maybe a bit burnt out after Soul, which was a movie I didn't enjoy as much as a lot of other people did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, I think I found out from Luca the reason why, and it was because I wanted something more like this maybe from Pixar, where it's not like this big thing of like what is the meaning of life. It's just like a chill narrative. Yeah, <laughs> of of like a fun story with good characters and just a fun time and just an enjoyable time with pixar which i wish i could have seen in theaters but instead disney had to run cruella (laughs) oh yeah well i also saw luca i i think i like soul better than that but we've talked about soul Hmm. um but i i could appreciate like the more small scale story um i thought it was interesting i don't know if you've seen a lot of the discourse over whether luca was gay or not um some of it but yeah, it was one of those things where my friends were like, oh, I, I hear people are like mad because it's gay and, and the movie is not gay. Um, at least not on obviously like yeah. you can interpret it however you want. I, I read somewhere that the story was based on a childhood that friend that the director had. 
Um, so maybe that wasn't the intention, but I think it's a valid reading of the movie, and I think it works just as well that way. But yeah, it was just nice. It was very cute. It was just like a very cute movie. I definitely liked it more than Onward, um, because again, I, the the small scale and sort of just the the nice intimacy of the story. It was it was just like a pleasant movie to watch. Yeah. It was nice. I mean, there's a message in the movie, but it was nice mm-hmm. to not have one that was like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta have the big message part of the movie." Yeah, I don't know. I there, it's nowhere in the movie, but I'm fine with the gay. I, I think like the "Call Me by Your Name" comparisons really <laughs> projected that as well, especially yeah. since for like the reveal of this from the reveal of this movie, it was compared to "Call Me by Your Name." Because it was two yeah. boys in Italy. It was called Luca, which is the name of the director of Call Me By Your Name. So mm-hmm. it was just like endlessly yeah. compared to it. It's too bad Army Hammer doesn't show up in this one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wish he would have. <laughs> he just shows up and he's, everyone's like, we got to kill the sea monster. And Army Hammer's like, or we could eat the sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so good. <laughs> Army Hammer. <laughs> Come on. Are you back? We eat pasta here, Army. <laughs> Army. Stop, this is a... stop talking about eating people. <laughs> this is Italy, Army. Come on. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do one more quick one, and then we'll get to F9. All right, I'll, I'll do two really quick. First yeah. one, I watched Conjuring 3. Not good. Um, not very scary. Not very good. Some moments I laughed at just because it's just like a whatever horror movie. And it's also funny that these movies are like based on true stories. If you like look at this movie objectively, it's literally about a guy who murdered someone and then said he was possessed by the devil. And that's why he murdered someone. <laughs> oh, that's um, true. I, ha- I hate. OK, I know you were going to make this quick, but now I have OK. Yeah, no, please. I hate those. I hate the based off true story because that shit gave me nightmares when I was a kid. I was mm-hmm. I. I remember seeing a commercial for one of them. I don't remember at all what happened in it, but I legit could not sleep that night because I was like, it happened to someone for real. I was like 10 (laughs) years old. I was like, this this insane shit happened for real. And then my mom was like, no, they're just lying. They're just trying (laughs) to get you to see the movie. (laughs) Yeah. They can do that. They can literally just lie. (laughs) Yeah. Which is what, which is what the Coen brothers did with Fargo. That's true. I respect the Coen brothers for that though. (laughs) Like the, like the, the Conjuring movies are all based off of these two, this real life couple who like hunts ghosts and like they're obviously frauds, but they've made a billion dollars off of these Conjuring movies. Um, but it's just so funny because his movies like this guy gets possessed by the devil and he kills a guy and oh my God, wh- where's the devil coming from? Like who's doing all this? And I'm like, in real life, it was probably just a dude who had like serious mental illness yeah. and killed a man and then said it was a demon. And these fucking people came in and were like, did someone say demon? I've got a movie idea. Oh my God. There's a scene where they go to the police station and um, you know, this is like the people in real life, like, Put in a scene where the police respect us. That doesn't happen in real life. Can you please put in put a scene where the police take us seriously? <laughs> that's the true story part. Yeah, maybe, of course. that's that's so true. Is they went to the police station and the police were like, "Yes, we'll consider the angle that the devil possessed this murder man." <laughs> of course, of course, we yeah. will consider it. Let me. We let want me you this. on our investigation. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. Um, can't wait to watch Conjuring Three. Please. Apparently, apparently the first Conjuring is good, right? That's what I've heard. Well, I watched it with uh, a person, and um, she's was a big fan of the first one. And this is, I would say, almost her Fast and Furious, where like she just sees all of them now, <laughs> even though most of them are terrible. 
Are um, there more than three? Or <laughs> well, it's there's an expanded universe, right? Course, there's three yeah. main conjurings, but there's also the Annabelle movies, and the Nun was also technically a conjuring movie. Oh, it's okay. all in the same universe. They have their own cinematic universe, but the conjuring movies are specifically about this like ghost hunting couple. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's that one dude, that one actor. Yeah. Um, but I can't. He's in. Yeah. Was he in Watchmen? Maybe. Oh, um, maybe. I don't know. He was described as a DILF during our viewing, um, but okay. apparently he wasn't as much of a DILF in the third one as the thir- as the first Shit. one. I hope yeah. all of, I hope it like culminates into like an infinity war where all the spooks come together. And yes, and yes. Annabelle together. gets the, the spooky infinity gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need this. Last one, I'm just going to say, I saw Black Widow. We're going to talk about that next week, so get excited. Uh, Black Widow episode is coming. But we have to do F9 first. Yeah, it has to be done. Um, I also saw two more movies. Kill Bill, better than I remember, upped my rating to five stars. Nice. Um, Yes, God, Yes, uh, which is a Netflix movie that is bad. Um, (laughs) Nice. And it stars the girl from Stranger Things. And there's just so many ridiculous things in this movie that, like, it's about, like, Catholic school and Catholic camp. Or, and like how they hold back your sexuality and stuff and like just so many things happen in the movie where i'm like does this really happen in real life <laughs> like i like I, I don't like so many of it's ridiculous but at the same time i'm like okay i guess i believe it happens like i i was not I'm, i wasn't like a devout catholic i don't i haven't been to this stuff yeah but there are also things like her like humping a mop in the middle of like this fucking kitchen i'm like I, okay i remember you know? being horny at one point in my life but i don't remember ever being this yeah. horny you were you weren't just like fucking random objects during the day <laughs> in the middle of a kitchen where like yeah. people are people are nearby and can easily walk in on me i'm not gonna just start humping a mop <laughs> yeah you know what we should do is we should just like for a week convert to catholicism <laughs> and and maybe like we can we can just sort of infiltrate and see see what's going on and yeah. we'll we'll see how accurate this is and then i'll up my rating from the awful two and a half i gave it yeah which should be worse i literally only gave two and a half because i enjoyed watching it because i thought that was hilarious. like i thought moments like that were hilarious okay Cause, nice because i was just like what the fuck is why this mm-hmm. <laughs> this is unrealistic but yeah i let's let's get into f9 all right well this is F9, appropriately, the 10th movie in the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. Of course. Um, Justin Lin is back after being away for a little while. And uh, it's dumb. It is, I think, <laughs> arguably the dumbest Fast movie they've ever made. And I'm like still grappling with if that's good or bad. Yeah, I... This is an awful episode to return on, or maybe it's brilliant. Yeah, because because I <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of these movies. <laughs> so, yeah, and I would say my enjoyment was down because I had because I was like thinking to myself, "Who's this person again?" <laughs> the entire movie. So, yeah. <laughs> I think if I would have like had these movies more fresh on my mind, I would have enjoyed this movie more. But I was the whole time I was just like. Like someone new would come in and they'd be like, "Oh, what's up?" And like the audience would be, <laughs> the audience would be like, "Oh." And by the way, the people, the people behind me. If this was a different movie, I would be very upset. But the two oh, yeah. guys, the two guys behind me, 
were talking the entire movie, like whispering to each other about everything that happened. Miriam was very upset about it. I was like, oh oh, this, this is F9. I'm not going to yell at these people right now because I don't really care. But like, yeah, they were super annoying. So that also was was bad. But yeah, the whole time it was just like people entering and I'm like, oh, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> this is, I had to remember. To be fair, there were a lot of moments where people would come in and I'd be like, wait, who is that? And I would have to like, because I've seen every Fast and Furious movie. And I would have to dig through my brain to be like, oh, that's like that person. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just, weird. they they really bring everyone back into the fold. I'm trying to check to see if uh, there was one guy who I didn't know who it was, but they they have a reaction like they knew who he was. I think it's the guy from Tokyo Drift, okay. but I can't be sure. There's, see, that, that, that's the issue. So the Fast and Furious movies I've seen are one, two, four, and five. I have not seen Tokyo Drift. Um, okay. So that's another issue. But I like rec- like I I knew who Han was, so I yeah. recognized that immediately. That's the one person I was like, I know who that is because he's okay. He's like my favorite character, even though I haven't he's seen. He's my Tokyo favorite Drift. character as well. <laughs> but he's in the fifth one, I think. So I I liked him. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did confirm. So that is the the like southern guy who was working on the rocket car. That is Sean from Tokyo Drift. He's the main character of Tokyo Drift. Oh. So they did bring him back. I guess he's working on rocket cars now. Of course. Um, why not? Oh shit! And... I, th- I think I kind of spoiled something too. <laughs> oh, the Han thing. Han? Is... Yeah. That's, oh no, is it, that is was it in the, the trailer? trailer. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. The trailer. They say Han is back, so okay. that's not a spoiler. Um, it's not even really a spoiler to say how he comes back because I mean we'll get to spoiler town but yeah Uh, (laughs) so yeah I would say like I want to say this is slightly better than 8 I wasn't a huge fan of 8 but this one is definitely like reaffirms my belief they should have stopped after 7 after Paul Walker died I think that would have been the perfect point to be like okay yeah true this has run its course. We've done like all the really dumb shit. Um, you know, going any further than this requires a lot more leaps in logic. So, uh, yeah, if you know, I'm still going to see all of them. I'm like, <laughs> at this point, I've seen 10 of these fucking movies. What's one more? Uh, and like the action is still good enough that I'm like, I can get into it. So, yeah, I that's the other thing. As far as general impressions go, I would find this almost hard to recommend because the action is really good, but this movie's really long, and a lot of it is very, like, deep-cut, fast and furious lore and melodrama. Yeah. It takes a little while to get to the... Like, the opening, great. Huge explosive action scene. There's some really good ones, like, kind of in the middle, but they, they really save it up to the very last one. Yeah, that one they go all out. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a that's a great one. But yeah, I mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I could recommend it. Like Miriam was with me. She didn't even like. She was like, "Can you just like surprise me on what movie we're seeing?" She didn't even want to know what it was. Oh which, no. By, which by the way, there's no title card in this movie as well because I was waiting for that part to come up. Like she oh. she just had to like figure it out, <laughs> I guess, because there was no title card saying like, "Yeah, this is a Fast and Furious movie." Well, it's at the very end. <laughs> yeah, is, that's you get the, the title. F9. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, she had no clue what was going on. And she was just like, yeah. Oh, I, awesome. I guess, 
I guess it was a fine movie. And yeah, I don't. I if you have not seen any Fast and Furious movies, you should see the other ones. I think before yes. this one. If you're gonna watch any of them, you should watch Five. That one is a legitimately good action movie with like actually like likable characters and a fun plot. Um, if you're a sicko like me, then watch all of them and sort of revel in the sort of nonsense that they've created. Yep. <laughs> they've created some nonsense for sure. Um, yeah, I guess we can go to spoiler town. Um, but John, do you, do you hear that? What? No. Do you, do you what? hear it? What's... Do you, it, it kind of, it kind of sounds like, like, like Ligma. What's that? It kind of it sort what's, of. Do you hear? Do you hear some ligma? What's ligma? Do you hear the ligma? What, what's ligma? Ligma balls. Critics corners back. Oh my um, god! <laughs> I figured we've been gone away. We've been gone so long. I want to come out the gate. I critics corner is still sort of dead. I've dug its body up. I've exhumed its corpse, and we're gonna uh, do a really fantastic critics corner that I found. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it's back. Big Boy Movies this, is back and Critics Corner is back the same Critics day. Corner has returned and boy oh boy this is really hard to read so please forgive me. <laughs> it is one very long sentence. <laughs> right. um, and we're <laughs> I, I don't know if I should just do it forever and like uh, we'll, we'll discuss it at the end. Maybe we'll break it up in the middle because I'm going to be very tired reading it. But um, <laughs> let me pull it up here. This review is on Metacritic, and it comes from Chere08. Um, Chere gave it a 10 out of 10. Perfect movie. Um, And they say, I'm not going to give out spoilers. I'm going to let the fans watch the movie, like the code where we always say, don't be like Tom Holland. So the movie was outstanding and great work execution on the movie that I just saw today. But our theater in Arkansas had a little bit of computer glitch during the entire day today. But great work for the movie of Fast and Furious 9. Hopefully they can continue. And I heard sadly that the 10th one is going to be the last Fast and Furious. Although the other movies, including Corella, was was none was number one. But not that one. It's going to be a number two movie. Favor now. Also, Godzilla vs. Khan is number three. But now, sadly, next time, one-on-one is Mortal Kombat. Fast and the Furious 9. Hopefully, we can continue seeing more action. And hopefully, we just see lots more for 2022. As they're saying, it's the last Fast and Furious movie of the year. And also, happy 20th anniversary to Fast and Furious. And we hope to see y'all if you make more. Maybe y'all should go big time and bundle pack all of the sagas, including Hobbs and Shaw for Fast and Furious. I know y'all are counting on that one on the list, but in my book is always on the list. Great job to Vin Diesel and John Cena for executing the movie showing brotherhood of two guys had lost father, but great. I'm well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel that, but it's great brotherly to see them both acting the same show. Wow. I thought that was so good to go on. Nope. That's it. That's the sentence. That's the one sentence. That was, wow. Just got into like a rant on like the the top box office at some point. <laughs> I think. <laughs> number one was Cruella. Cruella. Uh, they said Corella was none was number one. <laughs> but now um, but now F9 will be number one. Don't you well, worry. Well, no. It says now that one, it's going a number two movie favor. And now also Godzilla versus Khan is number three. 
Okay. Um, that's good enough. And they mentioned Mortal Kombat, which came out in <laughs> April, so that's confusing. That's number four, maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this review. John, it's important to remember that his theater in Arkansas had a bit of computer glitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a perfect. It had, it had a bit of computer glitch at some point, but you know. Yeah. This was know, still a perfect it, movie to me. Yeah, it was a perfect movie because it did uh, show great brotherly to see them both acting the same show. Yeah, <laughs> it is impressive to see two people acting the same show. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I am always impressed when I see two people in one movie. Um, That's really impressive. I don't know how they do that, but yeah. two pe- like one person acting, but there are other people around. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I could never. I'd- yeah, movie magic, as they say. Especially when I'm trying to act like brotherly too. Like that's the hardest, mm-hmm. hardest to do with other people around. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't even have a brother, so I have no idea how <laughs> someone could possibly yeah. do that. Yeah, I can't. I really believed Vin Diesel and John Cena were brothers um, by the end of this, <laughs> which is weird because they do not look similar <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, thank you, Graham Monorail, for the Prime Gaming subscription. Oh hell yeah! For the critics, Prime Gaming's return. back, just like Fast and Furious and our podcast. Yes. Um, speaking of like this, uh, this was something I wanted to bring up. I feel like the younger Vin Diesel, the younger Dom, did not look like Vin Diesel enough to me. I, I think the no, I think the younger neither John of them C- looked like either of them. Younger John Cena looked a little more like John Cena, so I could like I kind of forgive that one. But the the younger Dom looked nothing like Vin Diesel. Yeah, I want to say what's funny to me is like Vin Diesel. I don't want to say he can't act. I like him when he's voice acting. Um, but <laughs> it's really funny because these movies, all he does is like family, fast car, family. Yeah. Um, and then they literally gave all of the acting scenes to the younger <laughs> version of Vin Diesel because that dude has to like cry and like emote and like act out scenes um and so i was like man they they got this kid in to like actually do some work so vin diesel could just sort of hulk out the whole movie honestly if they really wanted to embrace the ridiculousness of this franchise they should have just put vin diesel in a wig and had him play the younger person (laughs) himself like with really long flowing hair yeah (laughs) Yeah, just give him a wig and then he is like poorly acting these Oh no! I was I was completely shocked they got a different actor. I was so sure they were going to do the Marvel Studios route of just de aging them yeah. with a computer. It's true. Um, but no, they and honestly, I respect that. I respect that they got like yeah. a young Dom and a young whatever John Cena's name was. Yeah, I can't remember his name at all. But young version of him, not ripped at all. So no, they, they spent some time getting super ripped uh, <laughs> for sure. They both yeah. weren't that ripped when they were younger. No. Um. Yeah, let's. I guess let's get into the to the movie then. I just yeah. brought that up because that was on my mind. No, this is a good place to start because the first thing we see in the movie is a story that we heard back in the very first Fast and Furious movie, which was uh, yeah, his dad died, and um, he died in a fiery car wreck, and that made Vin Diesel hate like a specific car. <laughs> um the the Dodge Charger yeah. which he uh famously drives at the end of the first movie 
Um, so I was like, is this really that necessary? I guess not. But if you want to do a surprise brother, then we have to have some excuse as to why he hasn't been mentioned at all in the last eight movies. You have a brother? <laughs> yeah, suddenly yeah. I have a brother. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it this. Like, this movie does not waste any time in the intro. Like, you get the big dad death scene, and then we just go straight to, like, uh... There's shit happening. Kurt Russell crashed in the woods and we got to go do something. And then right out the gate, just huge, huge action scene, which uh, honestly, I was I was a fan of. They did some pretty wild stuff in that one. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of wild stuff. Um, I, I was kind of sad for his kid, though. I, I was really. Worried. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they eventually tied up where he was. But I was like, did he just like <laughs> did he just ditch his kid in the middle of the night? Just leave him there. It would be great. If um, because the kid like goes into the little safety bunker in the beginning of the movie, they just like left him there for the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so for like, I just forgot. Like, about a, like three Shit. weeks or however long this mission takes, that kid's just like down in the bunker, like eating crackers. <laughs> the end of the movie's like, Shit, yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah, I do appreciate that they uh they keep Paul Walker alive in this universe. I think that's kind of nice. And so the excuse is that the the kid is being babysat by Paul Walker. Yeah. Um, what I think is ridiculous is that uh, Dom's sister, who Paul Walker is married to in universe, she joins the big fight. Like <laughs> she's like, yeah, we'll leave Paul Walker to take care of the kids, but like me, <laughs> I'm your coming. sister, yeah, um, I'm gonna be the big action star in this one. Oh yeah. Um, I can't even. Yeah, that action scene was cool. It involved like them. So they had to drive over a bridge at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they drove over like the world's most rickety yeah, bridge, yeah. and like at, it was breaking. Like as they were, <laughs> that literally was out of a cartoon. Like yeah. that was extremely dumb. Like this huge jeep driving on a bridge that had already collapsed. Yeah, and they were just like barely keeping ahead of the collapsing thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I also want to answer Jack. Yes, our show is about movies. Uh, we're reviewing F9 right now, so please feel free to join. Yeah, and, and <laughs> um, Dom's car swinging like a from the rope um, mm-hmm. across the bridge as well was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that was like good. That was one of the moments in the movie where you're like, these people should be dead. Um, <laughs> There's so many, like, my review on Letterboxd was that cars are mattresses now because there are so many points in this movie where someone's, like, about to fall to their doom, and in order to break their fall, they just land on a car car. underneath them. (laughs) Like, oh, let me just uh, put this car here for you to land on. (laughs) Yeah, this hunk of metal is much better than if you land on the forest floor. (laughs) Don't worry. You'll be fine Um, if you land on my car. Yeah, no. They swing across that gorge on like the the little rope, and the car like smashes into the side of the cliff, yeah. and then flips over three times. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, we're good. <laughs> Don't worry, we're yeah. fine." Um, yeah, and some they even like hint. They like talk about. I mean, they're they're being self aware at points too. They're yeah. like, "Are we invincible?" And they have this theory that they're like legit invincible. Yeah. Well, this is like. One of the things I think I didn't like about this movie was that I think it's Justin Lin trying to sort of like reconcile with what he's created. (laughs) Um, Because Justin Lin is like the architect of the modern Fast and Furious movie. 
And so this movie is the first one ever where they're like, hey, this is kind of ridiculous, right? Like, none of us are hurt despite being in terrible accidents and having people shoot at us and having, like, missiles shot at us. Like, there's literally a point where someone's car gets blown up by a missile <laughs> and they just, like, get out and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, it's hard to be pissed about any of that because it just happened oh, yeah. so much. So. It's it's hard to be mad. Part of me wants them to just keep going with like being completely deadpan serious through the, all the movies. Just like never acknowledge how stupid things have gotten. <laughs> um, but if for a little levity, it's it's not like they lean too hard into it. Yeah. Uh, except I guess at the very end when they go to space, which does happen in this movie. Oh yeah, that that part's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Which I mean, you naturally have to do once you run out of car things to do. You just gotta, mm. you gotta send a car to space at this point. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, they they sort of have run out of car things. Like they've done tank, they've done train, they've done plane, they've done submarine. Um, and in this one, like the main big ending action sequence was just like a big like tank with like a bunch of cars like a, it was almost like a train on wheels yeah um and then they go to space which is like <laughs> i feel like i almost wanted them to go further like if you're gonna go to space like have them drifting moon rovers like yeah make the What's... secret base on the moon like that scene from ad astra that's so good where they're racing the moon yeah, rovers true. like mad <laughs> fast and furious could totally get away with that they just have mad max randomly in the middle of ad astra that was I remember. yeah <laughs> it's great um if if the artsy brad pitt movie can do that then fast and furious can absolutely do that yeah this movie did make me i was like god i want to watch mad max now um at yeah. some point because i was like cars and i was just like yeah i want to watch mad max <laughs> that's that's always been my thing i do like i am a sucker for just like car action movies and so i i am grateful that george miller was like i'll make a car action movie that's also just like one of the best movies of all time sure um so you don't have to like only consume fast and furious like here here's some art that you can go back to when you're tired of the like junk food that is fast and furious wow. no, george miller loves the car action movie fans so much oh yeah he, he, he respects us i mean he's been doing it since like the 70s or the 80s or something yeah, so big time um yeah i I, but I really like the ending sequence with the magnets too. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, I do. Stuff. I do conceptually just like. I mean, it wasn't my favorite. I, I think it's funny that they're like, "What's the next thing?" I don't know. Magnets? <laughs> Is that anything? <laughs> just fucking magnetize everything. Yeah, oh. they get kind of creative with it. I like that they're like pulling all the cars off the side of the road to crash into the thing. Yeah, it doesn't fucking do anything. <laughs> but like, sure, that they must have used so many fucking like impounded cars yeah. or wherever they get their extra cars from because they were destroying more cars in that scene than i've ever seen in a movie yeah they were just destroying shit that was crazy yeah. um but yeah the magnets like seemed <laughs> the magnets only work when like the movie wants them to work though i feel like yeah yeah like at, at some point like when i first pulled a car for the first time i was like wait how did it not pull cars before when you turned it on yeah no it was just that one car that pulled through an entire building <laughs> yeah exactly i was like there are cars like way closer to you right now but it's just gonna like point to this specific car they want to 
get pulled by the magnet, right? Yeah, here. no, you don't think about. It. I also do like <laughs> during that scene. I think that was legitimately clever. Is there's just a member of the Fast and Furious gang that doesn't know how to drive? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. funny. That was a it's funny like part. this. That was the one part. This I entire this entire franchise is built on ridiculous car action. And I just never thought about that. Cause she's been in like a bunch of other movies. I think she showed up in like six or something. Uh, and at no point did I ever think like, huh, I guess she can't drive, but like, no, <laughs> she just straight up doesn't know how <laughs> she does not know how, which I guess is a yeah. legit. It's like she's from London. You don't really drive in London, I guess. Yeah, it's true. And she's a, she's a computer hacker. Yeah, so she doesn't need to drive. Yeah, <laughs> that was a funny part of the movie for me. I left when she just like mm-hmm. was like, I don't know how to fucking drive, by the way. Um, I will say, I think my favorite action scene wasn't even car based. Um, I think it was genuinely the scene where Vin Diesel hulks out and takes on like 10 dudes at once. Oh, yeah. I like um, that. Yeah. I think like it was absurd it was like you know vin diesel was like i have to have a scene where i beat up like 15 guys (laughs) and like to his credit like he really does it well when he like lifts that dude up and breaks his spine on the railing i was like oh fuck yeah vin diesel he should have been banged dude he should have been banged oh yeah (laughs) honestly (laughs) breaking batman's spine a very short bang (laughs) how tall is vin diesel he is short yeah He's a short man. Oh, no, he's six feet tall. He's the really? same height as me. Why does he wow, seem short? Okay. Maybe he's just around, like, taller people. Yeah, he's, like, stocky. How tall is uh, Tom Hardy? I feel like it, yeah. I feel Tom like... Hardy is 5'9". Oh, my God. Vin, what the Vin fuck? Vin Diesel should have been Bane. What the fuck? What? Vin Diesel should have been Bane. Christopher Nolan, what is your problem? You had Vin Diesel. I am... Right, there. I am. Sh- now, we made a joke about movie magic before, but like, holy shit! <laughs> imagine but- Bane is huge in that movie. Wait, how tall is Christian Bale? But imagine, but imagine Christopher Nolan like decides to cast Vin Diesel as the next Batman villain after Heath Ledger's amazing performance. I feel like people would be a little upset, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, Christian Bale is also six feet tall. I'm big props to Christopher. I know we gave some shit to Dark Knight Rises. Uh, that movie is now five stars in my book. <laughs> they made Tom Hardy, who is five nine, look like he was fucking a, six and a half feet a tall. Fucking giant. They gave him. They probably oh just gave him roids or something. Yeah, those do make you tall. Great. So. <laughs> <laughs> Monroe says most people on the road don't know how to drive. Zinger. Got him! Fuck. Yeah, fuck you, fuck people. people who drive cars. Fuck everyone on the road, but me. I'm the only one who knows how to drive on the road. Oh yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I like. Oh, we should talk about Han. That was what got me most excited about this movie. Is I love Han, um, and famously, all of the Fast and Furious movies after Tokyo Drift are prequels to Tokyo Drift, until eight i believe either seven or eight um which makes no sense but whatever (laughs) uh han is dead except no he's not and the explanation is literally just like we just did a magic trick (laughs) kurt russell and i did a magic trick and you all thought i was dead but no i actually was not dead at all even a little bit yeah turned into like now you see me um, was, oh yeah it was it was now you see me for a little bit there yeah so the person i saw it with 
they they were like because i was i explained the whole han thing to to her and why i was excited about it and so he came out and she was like they didn't even try they were just like (laughs) mr nobody just said no you didn't die and so he didn't and that was (laughs) that was it that straight up was it i don't know how han dies because i haven't seen the movie where he dies i feel like um well here's it's a pretty pivotal thing no he dies um in seven i believe so what happens is in tokyo drift He's drifting through Shibuya Crossing, and a car, like, smashes into him, and he flips over, and his car explodes. Um, And then in 7, it's revealed that it was actually Jason Statham who killed him. Wow. Um, That car that was part of, like, the Yakuza car chase, Jason Statham, I guess, just blended in with the Yakuza and and made Han crash. Um, But as it turns out, no, he didn't. Uh, because Mr. Nobody and him like coordinated a magic trick <laughs> so that he didn't die. See, I, you know, I, I, I like it. Respect. <laughs> just don't try yeah. at all. <laughs> just yeah. like, just like, yeah, he's back. I, what do you, what do you fucking want? Yeah. What do you people fuck? <laughs> you're, you're not here for this. <laughs> you don't care why he's back. He's back. All right. Give me another 20 minutes. A dude's gonna flip a whole truck <laughs> and and come out and have his head smashed by a fucking They're going road to space. sign. We're going to space, all right? Who gives a shit about it, Han? Give us 20 minutes. We're gonna be in the Earth's atmosphere, baby. <laughs> We're gonna drive a rocket car through a satellite and you're gonna fucking love it. You're gonna love it. Yeah. Oh, that was the okay. I will say you mentioned Jason Statham. That was the one person I did recognize because he was in the after credit scene, and that was the one person like I didn't have to like him and Han. Oh shit! I didn't stay for the after oh credit scene. God. I meant to Google what it was, but no. Please tell me what it was. It was Jason Statham, and he was punching someone, or he was punching a punching bag, but then he unzipped it, and someone was in there. I'm guessing that was a reference to Hobbs and Shaw or something that happened that I don't know. Oh. Um, okay and then he opens the door and han's there and that then it ends okay so han's probably joining the hobbs and shaw group of hobbs and shaw yeah i have no clue (laughs) i don't know anything about hobbs and shaw so (laughs) that one is also like weird and disconnected um but i assume the next one will be called hobbs and shaw and han (laughs) of course um that was the one thing i was like oh it's calvin and hobbs guy I know the yeah. yeah, I know this guy. Um yeah, Jason Statham's mom shows up in this movie. That's the old lady that Vin Diesel goes to visit. Oh, um, I don't remember this part. When did she like robs a jewelry store and oh, they have a big yeah, chase yeah, with the police yeah. in London? Yeah. Okay. That's Jason Statham's mom. Got it. Uh, like in real life or just in the universe? No, no, in in universe. Okay, She's yeah. Shaw's <laughs> mom. She's Mrs. Shaw. Mrs. Shaw. She seemed like a yeah. badass. I'll tell you what, this is she's she's great. Honestly, I old lady driving real fast. I love it. Yeah. Next, honestly, Fast Fears Ten. They should just like age everyone. You heard of de aging? Everyone's super old. Everyone's de aging is the hot thing. Let's just age everyone, and it's just oh yeah. Everyone's. Oh, I mean, they did that uh, an end game to Chris Evans. So we have the technology. We have the technology. I just want old people just driving all over the place, driving fast, driving on the moon. Driving on Pluto. <laughs> Fast and Furious 10 should be them trying to get Pluto to be a planet again. That should be the plot. <laughs> That's their main goal. Is uh... 
<laughs> there's like no more problems in the world like they've solved all the black market crime yeah so they're... so they just have a big campaign to make pluto a planet and so they have a big charity fundraiser where they do a race on, on, pluto. on pluto they're like see you can yeah. race on you just like on earth that deserves to be a planet it's great <laughs> that would just that that would be great honestly yeah i'm calling i'm calling mr lin up he deserves yeah time. they well because they did space now i guess you could go further out into space you could go to the moon but like for the next one clones uh, we need cl- we need clones to come into clones this. could be good because clones are technically family right yes so like vin diesel's gonna be very confused when he runs into a clone of himself because he's gonna be like well mm-hmm. technically you are family um, so I don't know. I guess I should be friends with you. Yeah, and that would be awesome because the end of the movie, when they're having their barbecue, there would just be two of every character. <laughs> they're all just hanging out. Yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll have the scene where he's like, so who's going to say Grace? But him and this clone, like, say at the same yes. time. So it's like, who's going to, oh, who's going to, oh. <laughs> that will be so good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and they'll call it Fast Twenty because it's twice the Fast <laughs> yeah, and Furious. True. We're skipping ten through nineteen. Yeah, this is, we're going straight to twenty, baby. Yeah. Um, God, see, this is what we always do when we review movies. We just we just pitch our own movie ideas. It's just turned into that. This podcast just turned into that at this point. I mean, we're <laughs> always good at it, so there's no reason to stop. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, like, like no, no one is like mad about it i never see mark in our chat like i hate the i hate when you pitch movie ideas stop doing it yeah so obviously Listen. people like it um yeah we got i like clones i'm trying to think like there's got to be some other maybe uh like maybe like vin diesel turns into a car in one of these oh, i mean that's got that's got to be like the end yeah. he like turns into a car like the last one he turns into a car and rides right. off into the sunset yeah, what they're gonna do is like vin diesel's gonna have to retire but the franchise has to keep going yeah. um <laughs> it must go on for eternity so maybe like vin diesel makes the ultimate sacrifice and th- at this point like his son little b has grown up yeah um and so he's driving with the family now too and Vin Diesel makes the greatest sacrifice, and at the end of the movie, Brian, little Brian, uh, is like, uh, "Oh man, I really do miss Dad." And then I don't know, his mom or Letty or someone is like, "Don't worry, he's always gonna be with you." And he's gonna be like, "In my heart," and they're gonna be like, "No, we put his brain <laughs> into the Dodge Charger. It's like Night Rider. Your dad's gonna. Your dad is the car now. It, he the car grows eyes and he winks." And then drives yeah. off. And then it's a prequel to cars. <laughs> and then it's a prequel to fucking cars. <laughs> it's so sick. Oh yeah. Is Vin Diesel in cars? I feel like he should be. He should be? I don't think he is. That's bullshit. I think Pixar are cowards in that regard. I definitely think Pixar it would have made cars a more fun movie, because I was bored during it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, anything else we should uh, cover in this film, BB? Because I can't uh, anything. <laughs> they gave Charlize Theron the worst haircut of all time. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't. I didn't know. I don't know her character at all. No, she was the villain in Eight. Okay. And I guess they just put her in a box. I don't remember <laughs> them putting her in a box. You don't remember? But that must put, have happened. They just put her in the clear box. Yeah, I thought they I just assumed in... that was something John Cena did. They just like before the movie. no, 
John, no, John Cena, this is the first movie John Cena's character is in. Charlize Theron does a thing where Vin Diesel has a son he doesn't know about, which is the little baby boy. Um, it's just like a random baby, and they're like, this is your baby, Vin Diesel, and I've kidnapped him. <laughs> and Vin Diesel's like, ah, shit. Uh, and so they, they defeat Charlize Theron somehow, and uh, then somewhere in between the movies, they put her in a box. <laughs> and that, that there she stays until she flies a plane. A drone. At the end. Yeah. But don't worry, she wasn't actually in it. So she didn't die. Yeah, that's true. Um, one more thing I was going to say, because this happened in Yes, God, Yes, the movie I talked about earlier as well, mm. is I don't like in movies so often, like there's like the plot of like, I don't want to live in my brother's shadow, which is was in this movie. It was there was also like a speech in Yes, God, Yes, where like this girl was like going off about how she lives in her sister's shadow and her parents don't recognize her. As, have you uh, met anyone in real life that has had that issue? Like, I feel like that is... Well, John, you, you are the oldest of your brothers. Yeah, I know, you? that's true. But hmm. at the same time, my I, I will admit, like, I think my little brother is more impressive than me. He He's way better at sports than me. He, he's He's got some more impressive attributes in comparison to me. Well, John, maybe the reason he got so good at sports is because he felt like he was living in your shadow. <laughs> See, this is the self-awareness that you lack, John. <laughs> Fuck. You're just like Vin I'm Diesel. Vin, I'm the Vin Diesel, and he's the John Cena. He's going to come back. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to make his own podcast called Tall Boy Movies. and it's gonna <laughs> Called Small Girl Movies. <laughs> and it's going to blow up. Yeah. And I will live in his shadow forever. Yeah, he's you guys. He's gonna kick your ass. Uh, <laughs> but then we'll be brothers at the end. So that's mean. true. At the end, you'll just sort of decide that you're, you're brothers again for some reason. I'm also I'm kind of so John Cena like pulls up at the end of the barbecue, right? Like I'm sad that he wasn't there, or was that someone else? Was he not at the barbecue? Oh no, because he went off to have his own adventure. No, the car that pulls up is Paul Walker. Oh uh, yeah, 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 that makes that is that makes is sense. Paul Walker yeah, in quotes. Of course, um, yeah. He was just late, so yeah. he had to show up a little. Late. <laughs> He's just a bit late. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was their little nod to be like, yeah, Paul Walker's still alive in this universe. He's just not doing the adventures anymore because he has a child. Yeah. Um, but the, his wife can go on the adventures, I guess. <laughs> his wife can. She's, she's yeah. fine. Paul Walker's but, just But really Brian O'Connor to... has to stay at home. He likes being a stay-at-home day. He likes staying at home, you know? Yeah. Even though Vin yeah. Diesel he... also <laughs> Vin Diesel also has a child, but he just gives that to, to Paul yeah. Walker as well. Well, they do have, they have the excuse in the beginning where Letty's like, well, well, Paul Walker gave up like adventures when he had a kid and yeah. they're like, uh, we're not them. And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess you are worse parents. <laughs> we're not that we're way worse people. Yeah, we're shitty parents. We're, what are you talking about? We hate responsibilities. I, I'm a yeah. very selfish person. OK. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I got nothing else to, to say. About yeah. This F9 it's very dumb if you if you're going back to theaters I'd say like why not it's a really big theater movie I mean at this point I guess you could see Black Widow which is a better movie and but Space Jam pretty soon too right That is also going to be terrible but <laughs> uh, the, the point is the movies are back and you it used to be this last year that you had to watch terrible movies on your TV now you can watch terrible movies in the theater Exactly um, and enjoy them 
with an audience. I was okay. I also want to bring this up because mm. I was asked by my other little brother, um, who lives in my shadow as well, what my best <laughs> what my best movie going experience was, and it made me realize that I have never had a good movie going experience with like a audience. that can't be true. Like I, I think I just hate the audience every single time. <laughs> um, actually, I did remember the, but I, I did end up remembering that I really liked watching the farewell with people and also knives out with mm-hmm. i liked the knives out oh yeah our, our screening of knives out was really fun yeah um, um but for some reason i just immediately thought of like shitty moments so i was just like am i yeah. actually excited to go back to the theaters like i like i kind of just hate these people sometimes no i definitely dislike most theater experiences but i will say like the first avengers movie was great for me and Star Wars The Force Awakens was also a very good theater experience. Oh, yeah. I bet that was a good one. I didn't see that in theaters. Yeah. But I bet that. Okay. Was. Yeah. No, that those were very, like, good audiences where everyone was kind of on the same page. Yeah. Um, Whereas during, like, Last Jedi, you had people, like, screaming during yeah. the, like, silence part. And I'm just like, the, fuck the, you. <laughs> the one dead silent scene during Last Jedi, a man screamed for the resistance. <laughs> and I've never, like, considered murder harder than that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's just fucking so so annoying, and I hate it. Oh yeah, I hated it in Endgame when like Thor killed Thanos, and he was like clearly super regretful and like angry and stuff. And that was supposed mm. to be a serious moment, and like the whole audience is just like so excited, <laughs> it's mm. just like going nuts. And I'm just like God, like I'm like watching the movie, yeah. and I'm like God, he's clearly like so pissed, and like oh yeah, and like this clearly wasn't supposed to be like a happy moment. Yeah, well. The theaters are back. Big Boy Movies is back, at least for another week. Black Widow next week. Um, And until then, please, for the love of God, stay big, you beautiful boys and girls. People. You beautiful people. That's what I used to say. (laughs) Or more inclusive, stay big, you beautiful people.